We live? Is it recording over there? Yeah, it is. Are you doing I'm this? My two grasshoppers. <laughs> Describe me. Has You'll... the grasshopper turned into something else? Well, the two grasshoppers, I was thinking last week, someone was going to come and step on the grass and kill the grasshoppers. And the Who grasshoppers, would it have been? You? Um, a big foot. Would I have killed? Yeah, probably. Me. Killed the two-y. Um, but no, you're very good. We're, of course, talking about... Uh, Nathan and Eve being trained up to um, to do the desk yeah. is what they say and run the show. I'd say, um, and I feel like Lance Armstrong. Why all the drugs? No, I feel <laughs> like I'm top of my game now. Right, like Lance Armstrong and his prime. Obviously, when we didn't know he was so doing but, the bad but, stuff, but he was doping. Yeah, but you know, at the time when people didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but he knew. So what are you saying is you are doping, but people no, don't know. No, I'm not doping. I'm on top of my game. Like, people are cheering for me. I'm doing very well. Would you not have just said you are, I don't know, Pele? Yeah. Are that you doping or not? Bad reference. <laughs> are you doping or analogy. not? No. Now, you've been sweating a lot. It's hotter over there. It is. It's hotter over there. I have a bit of a sweaty upper lip going on it's, over here. Oh, do you? Tim, would you get the sweaty upper lip? Ah, yeah. I yeah. don't think the aircon is reaching over there. There's something not right. It I'm can be frightfully cold no where wonder I'm sat. Me and Nathan are normally like chattering our teeth over there. Chattering. Like, and we're, you're like, I'm just going to turn the aircon. Yeah, well, maybe if the two you did a bit of work during the show <laughs> um, and you actually moved about a bit, you'd actually work up a sweat. <laughs> I'm awfully cold. Right now. I get awfully cold you're where I'm sat. Well, you're wearing a t shirt. Well, get, go and leave and walk around. I don't tend to do that. Leave much. during the songs. I don't really move. I check my steps afterwards. I don't really move that much. Two steps? On uh, your phone? On my phone. Huh. The health app. I downloaded it. I'm very yeah, good. Um, Neve, how are you finding it? This, that was a seamless last hour. So, Neve, as we say in the industry, drove the desk for the last hour. It you was drove fun. it. Seamless. You did it all day Thursday as well while we were away. And I... you, it was, I would have given you an A. Aww. You just missed out on the plus. Oh, because oh, the bangers are trash. Yeah, but like I, I, oh. I perfected it today though, did I? That was banging. Okay, banging. Good. You did leave a wash out. <laughs> that that wash. That wash. I what are you gonna do? You have a thing against washes. What are you gonna do to uh, teach me? Like, why I need to teach her. <laughs> teach her. The wash. Well, I was gonna sit there, get me in trouble here. <laughs> the wash wizard. I pulled a hair from my nostril there. Um, Very Graham. Small. Question. <laughs> Tell me what you think. You wake up Friday morning. Yes. All set to go to the airport. We ring you. <laughs> don't go, don't. I'm there as well. Where? In the airport. Oh, right. And me. I wouldn't mind. I like you. You're grand. No, but you know, there's no one to do. Sorry that you're going on all the way. Um, what would I say, is it? Or what would you be like if you felt really sick? Like obviously, uh, I know you test and everything, but um, I'd be so disappointed. But uh, what was that about? You pretend to be a bunny rabbit over there. No, obviously you test. <laughs> Nathan, what's that? What those fingers were? Um, but <laughs> how would you feel? Like bad luck. I'd be so disappointed. I haven't even thought about being sick. Do you remember when that was a genuine concern going on holidays? Uh, if you're sick, you can't leave the mm. country. What? It was like last year. Yeah. Or you know, if Christmas. I became unwell. Yeah. And like you had to stay behind. Nah, I'm like too if bad. I didn't have too many, too bad, too many hours left uh, in no. the day. <sighs> Shame. Oh, what? So you were dying? Yes. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought to run the test. <laughs> no, if I was dying, would you get on the plane? No, I'd have to stay. He got off the plane. How bad? Do you know how my mind works? Okay, sorry. Sometimes I think. Yeah. What if I told you 
Liverpool will win the Premier League now for the next 40 years. Mm. But I die tomorrow. Take it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, grow. I actually would But wouldn't. Liverpool get relegated and I actually, instead of being alive, I become really strong. Are you doping? I'm a superhero. <laughs> Are you doping? Yes. Uh, see, the thing about Liverpool winning the league for 40 years You'd is... You'd get bored. I'd actually get bored. It actually gets boring winning. And I now appreciate that since Liverpool are losing a lot. What is this season like? It's so bad. I'm when Liverpool are winning, I will watch and consume as much football. Like I'll always watch Liverpool regardless if they win or losing. But in terms of other football, I will watch other games. I'll be so into it, and I just stop watching other football matches. I mm. only watch Liverpool now. When Liverpool are going toe to toe Man City, I'd watch every single Man City game. Neve, are you getting into football now with the fantasy football? Um. I enjoy the matches that I've players in. Yes. Mm. That's about it. Like when I saw Saka scoring yes. multiple goals. I, I feel like it's our team. Yeah. You know, I always go, mm. how did we do? But, uh, That's your team. You it's quite possessive. Yeah, sorry about that. You didn't help me last week, so I had to go in blind. Yeah, no, that's fair. We just came back in. He scored not How did your father do? Crap. Yes. Yes. He did bad. And he was raging. Is there a game tonight? Calm down, Bob. Is there a game tonight? <laughs> no. Game week is finished. Jeez, we should nearly actually talk about this Would Bob listen to this podcast? No. No. No, he wouldn't. Does Bob, he listens to it live, though. Does Bob does prefer 104 Driver Graham and Nathan or the Ian Dempsey show? Uh, well, like two different shows. Yeah, well. But he, it is his, big, both his daughters work on each show. It's a big compliment for my dad to say, that's a great show. That's it. Yes, Bob. Yeah. About us? Yeah. Up. Big, yes. big right. compliment. We gotta go. We gotta get ready for the we final go. 13 seconds of the show. This is gonna be the best 13 seconds. Of you. The best 13 seconds. This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It has just gone 3 o'clock on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been off for about two weeks. Yeah, you look refreshed, brother. You look very well. Really? Yes. Well, I actually did. Nothing. It was one of those days where I didn't even leave the apartment yesterday. Okay. I stayed inside the whole day. Were you speaking to people at least? I I saw Claire when she came back from work around half nine, so it wasn't much talking. But uh, yeah, I feel refreshed. And I'm only on a four-day week this week because I'm going on my holidays. Holidays. But on the way next, Nathan, it seems like... Whenever you have a problem, we kick off the show with it. And I don't know what it is recently, but there's problem after problem after problem in your life. I'm like Jay-Z. I got 99 problems, and if you'll allow me, I'll share all about it next. It's Hose, your first on 104 Drive. My lover's got humor. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Hosier, take me to church on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And it's ironic, the man who presents a drive time show is having difficulties driving his car at the moment. Nathan, another issue. What's what, going on? What is the famous saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him about your plans. Yesterday is that a famous saying? was a busy day. I written loads of notes on my phone. Okay, first I need to drive over and see my mum because it's Mother's Day. Yes. Then I need to do a big food shop. Then, why don't I get a car wash and then I might pop into Woody's because I'm looking at trellises. Busy day. 
So I got inside of my beloved car, Uncle Poppy. If you don't know what it is, 2010 Volkswagen Golf. I've had it for around a year and a half and it's brought me great happiness, but a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, I bought four brand new tires. So she's looking very good. But let me tell you something. Sunday morning, I'm inside of Uncle Poppy and then this happens. Maybe it's just me, but when I put the mm. key in the ignition, mm. I'm always dreading that something's going to pop up on the dashboard. That used to be me my, with my old car. Oh. Every time I went in my old car, there would be a problem. I'm a lot luckier with the car I have now, except for it rattles more than actual problems with the engine. I wouldn't like mind about a I'll, rattle. I'll take a rattle. This isn't good. This does not sound well. I'm going to explain to you what has popped up on the dashboard because I've only recently bought a brand new battery as well and apparently they last a long time. I was going to say the battery. I'm surprised it isn't the battery. So the last time I used Uncle Poppy was Friday afternoon just to move it closer to outside my house. Right. And it was moving absolutely fine. She was purring. Sunday morning, it's like someone had driven Uncle Poppy, left it back... And destroyed it. Did you leave the lights on? I did not leave the lights on. Mm. So let me explain to you what is on the dashboard because I don't know what is wrong with Uncle Poppy. There's a yellow tap. There's an EPC symbol. EPC. And there's a red battery. Ooh, have I had the EPC before? I might have had an EPC. I still don't know what it is. And then when you hear the beep, I'll play it again, a red genie lamp appears <laughs> that's oil so what <laughs> is going on because i don't feel like aladdin right now <laughs> red genie lamp so let's have a listen Brilliant. again because i did put on my instagram and i got a few messages as to what is oh. wrong with uncle poppy can we do a competition what do you want to do if anyone can guess it right they win your car yeah because <laughs> the mechanic hasn't looked at uncle poppy yet so they can win your car Oh, not my card, no. <laughs> you can win respect, but let me know. 087-6797-104. Do you know what is wrong with Uncle Poppy? <laughs> Have a listen to this, all right? And I only started it twice because I didn't want to destroy it more. <laughs> Neve says the tap means it needs some San Pellegrino water. Oh, <laughs> Neve. Normally I would laugh at that, but I'm very stressed. All right, let's play it again. This is, what would they call it? They do, some radio stations do the secret sound. What would we call this? Uncle Poppy. Uncle Poppy's noise. If you can tell us what Uncle Poppy's noise is and it's backed up by the mechanic when they when they check it, you'll you'll win Nathan's respect. And a beanie. We'll throw in a 104 okay, drive perfect. beanie. A 104 drive beanie to play Uncle Poppy's noise. Here we go. Sounds like a tractor. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. All I'm right. so scared. It's Uncle Poppy's noise on FM 104. 0876797104. Can you guess it? If you do, we win a 104 drive beanie. Has to be backed up though by Nathan's mechanic. And do we know we do we have a day when the mechanic We don't have a day. We don't have a Hasn't day. Hasn't responded to me yet. I think hates me. Alright, get your answers in for Uncle Poppy's noise on FM 104. What's up on Beyonce? You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan.
Beyonce and Break My Soul on 104 Drive. With Graham and Nathan. I tell you, my spirit is broken right now because I am the proud owner of a car called Uncle Poppy. It's a 2010 Volkswagen Golf. It's brought me a lot of happiness, but also a lot of pain because randomly... Yesterday morning, I got inside of Uncle Poppy. I had so many plans in my day. I put the key in the ignition, and then this happened. Like, why isn't it working? That is the big question. I want to just give you a brief history. It passed its NCT maybe three months ago. I have four brand new tyres on Uncle Poppy. Tyres got nothing to do with it. Why is it sounding like this? Well, welcome to the brand new radio game, Uncle Poppy's Noise. I don't like this game. This is where we play the noise and you've got to figure out what is wrong with Nathan's car. If you match what his mechanic says in a day or two, you'll win a 104 drive beanie. Uh, first to play Uncle Poppy's Noise, it is Linda. Linda, welcome to the show. What do you think is wrong with this? It's, I think, I, you see the thing, I had a problem with my car. I had the same car in an 08 or an 09. And the reason why I knew straight away, because I still, I sent the thing into WhatsApp. It was the trial, I think it was, um, gone blank now. Oh, no. Try and think, so Linda. Close. This is Uncle I, Poppy's I don't Noise. Blank. I need because this. I, Ireland's biggest radio competition. Please, Linda. Oh, I can't easily blank. I had the same problem. <laughs> it was the controls, I'm telling you. Why I was losing. I start losing control and all on them at will. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I laughed about it when mine happened. But I, that's why I had yoke straight away. I was laughing while I was driving the car. And I took a thing of it. Oh, I, I have your message here, Linda. The electronic yeah. power control, EPC warning light, indicates yeah. a problem with your vehicle's throttle system. What? <laughs> which could include the accelerator pedal, yeah. fuel injection, yeah. throttle body, traction control, oh cruise control, oh God. or other systems. And if systems. he doesn't get it done, everything will go in it together. Honest to God. What about <laughs> the red genie lamp? I couldn't make out. Maybe that's, that's oil. That's oil. <laughs> well, Linda, oh, thanks for no, playing Linda. along uh, Uncle Poppy's Noise. We, <laughs> no, we will only be able to get the answer once the mechanic comes back with the results. But fingers crossed you're in, you're in with the shot for the beanie so anyway. So what is it? The throttle? Uh, EPC. EPC. Okay, yes. it's something to do with power. the EPC Electronic power. power control. Yeah, it's the electronic power control. Yeah. Oh, God gosh. love you. You're going to have to pay a bit of money for that. Oh, <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, I let had me. to get rid of my one, honest to God. Oh, my oh. God. I've only had Uncle Poppy for a year and a half. We might, yeah. We might I be, live uh... with the Ford, I did. I've had no problem with the Ford. Mm. I live in Bray. I need a car. <laughs> Linda, thank you very much for no, that. Bad. Cheers, I love listening in, lads. Legend. Thank you, bye. Thank you, Mike. Uh, can we just have another listen to Uncle Poppy's noise there? It's the biggest radio competition in Ireland. Oh, I look after Uncle Poppy so well. It has a Max Benjamin lavender card inside. <laughs> what do you think it is? If you match what the mechanic says, we'll give you a beanie. We don't know when the mechanic's going to get no, to it. This could go on for months. It's 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta and I'm good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And we're playing a brand new game to hit Irish radio. It's called Uncle Uncle Poppy's Noise. Can you guess what's wrong with Nathan's car by listening to the sound of it? 
Stop beef, it doesn't sound good. Declan wants a shot. Remember, if you get it right, if your answer matches the mechanic, you win a 104 drive beanie. What are you saying, Declan? It's an alternator. If the red battery light is on all the time, it's an alternator, as far as I know. What does that mean? That means the alternator helps power your battery while you're driving. So, if the alternator's gone, there's no power going to your battery and it's dead. But I bought a brand new battery maybe four or five months ago. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the battery. It's the alternator that charges the battery. Oh, oh God. <laughs> how, how much did that cost, Declan? Do you know? Are you in that, uh, are you in that it's business? A, it's, it's, it's about 300 euros. 300 euros? <laughs> oh, God. How long nothing does it you take guys to do? All the money you guys have, huh? Well, oh, that's, that's Graham. I'm working. A, I'm on. I'm a transition year student. <laughs> <laughs> well, Declan. All right. Well, we we'll put that in. You entered your answer, and you could be winning Uncle Poppy's noise very soon. Good Thank man, you, Declan. I'm looking forward to having the beanie. Good well, luck. well, we'll keep you on file. Good luck. FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Harry Styles as it was on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Hello. What's the song we're looking for? Sorry, I'm a little bit taken aback there. Someone in the office just did the loudest sneeze. What that is that from the office? Yeah. I, I thought I heard something. That was terrible. Was a wildebeest or something <laughs> running through the office. Bigfoot. <laughs> right, this is cello. Part of the show where I play you a popular song in the style of a cello, but can you guess what it is? Now, I'll, I'll play it for you here, and I want to just take Nathan up on something he said a few minutes ago. It's very old school. You're, yourself and producer Eve, you wrote it down, you showed me your answers, you're both correct. However, you said if you play this in Bangers or Trash, which we do after six o'clock, I throw a pen at you. Well, the last time I chose George Michael, you actually ran around and chased me around the office. I'm literally just playing a snippet of a song. And I don't have choice of every song in the world. I have to choose, I have to find a song that someone was fortunate enough to play on the cello for us then to use. Very different. No. Very different indeed. Right, let's go to the phone lines. I believe it's Jacqueline on the phone. Jacqueline, how's your Monday going? Grant. You all right, right Jacqueline? Did you have a good bank holiday weekend? I did indeed, yeah. Were you nice painting the town red? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. But Keep it nice and quiet. Back to normality now with the school run. Did you go to any parades anywhere? Um, we didn't, yeah. We had a nice, quiet weekend. Lovely. Do you know what they're probably Died the best? rugby, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Johnny Sexton, how good is he? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Who, give me three other players, Nathan, that really impressed you over the weekend. Um oh. Mark Hansen. There's so many. I love Hansen. I love his little uh, sexy beard. Yeah, yeah, good. Mustache. More of a mustache. handlebar mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, dare I say, the big sexy Bundayaki. <laughs> Bundayaki. He could throw yeah, me around. <laughs> Sorry, this is a daytime show. Right, tell us, what song is it, Jacqueline? It's Prince with Kiss. Let's have a listen. I just want yeah. Great song. Kiss from uh, okay. Hansen and his handlebar moustache. Yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful man. Um, ja- Jacqueline, congratulations. You've just won uh, cello. What a day. What a start. Do you like cello, Jacqueline? 
I do. I do. I well, let me tell you something. Regularly. Cello likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline, you're an absolute star. Thanks for listening to the show and have a great rest to your day. Bye. Thanks very much. And this guy was performing at the White House over St. Patrick's weekend. Niall Horan performed this in a lovely dark green suit. It's Heaven on 104 Drive. Strange love. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Without you Lewis Capaldi on 104 Drive With Graham and Nathan Alright, it's time to cross over to Nathan For some Nathan's news I'm like a very young Trevor McDonald A few minutes ago I brought you the news There's only one TV show that makes me laugh like this <laughs> It's a high squeal, isn't it? <laughs> When you get me laughing, very high pitched. It's strange because I don't hear you laugh like that yeah. during this show, which I know. worries me. I'm miserable. <laughs> but outside of the studio, oh, I sound so like funny. a dolphin is mating. Yeah. I am obsessed with the TV show Gordon, Gino and Fred's Road Trip. If you don't know, it's Gordon Ramsay, Gino DeCampo, and Fred Siru, the maitre d' from First Dates. Oh, that was Fred Elliott from Coronation Street. <laughs> it's a travel and food show. They've gone to the likes of America, Greece, and France, and I'm obsessed yeah. with it. You know what? It's good TV. It's good TV. You throw on. You don't have to think too much about it. The three of them have very different characters, mm. but they've good chemistry, and You're they're always right. taking the mick out of each other. You got me onto it, and I really enjoyed uh, it. It's good for the soul. Yeah. I'm browsing through the papers this morning as I'm on the toilet, licking my fingers, turning the pages. I see one big headline. One of the TV presenters in this show has quit. Who do you think it is out of the three? So Gordon Ramsay, Gino DeCampo and Fred from First Dates. Say his surname. What is his surname? Siru. Fred from First Dates. I would say Gordon Ramsay because one, Gordon is probably worth ten times the both of them put together. Oh, well, well, it's true. That's a bit rude. Gordon Ramsay has restaurants all over the place and massive television shows for the last 20 years. Gino DeCampo appears on This Morning. (laughs) I would say, yeah, Gordon Ramsay. And also when he was there, he also put probably less of the effort in because he didn't have to, he didn't need it financially. So that's why I reckon okay. the other two desperate for it. Well, desperate one of the time. presenters put a video on their Instagram to explain oh. why they were quitting. So let's have a listen. Let's see if you're right. I have decided <gasps> not to film any more uh, Gordon, Gene and Fred road Gino. The reason is simple. I mean, nothing to do with Gordon and Fred. The friendship is very strong. We know each other for many, many years. It's just because we can get the dates together. And when we do get the dates together, sometimes they get changed. And it causes a lot of problems for me. Uh, so because of that, and also because uh, contracts, you know, when uh, contracts, they start to get very complicated, uh, then it becomes very stressful. And I personally value the friendship with Gordon and Fred oh, so much sweet. that I rather the friendship than getting arguments with the contracts. So they didn't comment on the video. That's where me and differ. <laughs> I'd rather the contract. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't comment Gordon and Fred, so I don't know what they're thinking right now. I don't know if the show is over. Maybe Gordon Ramsay and Fred can go alone with each other. But if someone was to replace Gino, there's only one man I can think of. I know who it is. Give your meat a good old rub. (laughs) 
Ainsley Harriet. Ainsley, Ainsley Harriet. Harriet. Absolutely. I would love to see Ainsley with the two of them. Ainsley should be doing more television show regardless of being on that show. He needs more TV airtime. He was actually on Saturday Night Takeaway in their kind of spoof whodunit murder mystery thing. How was he? He got killed. Oh, no, <laughs> not Ainsley. He was on the ground dead. Uh, thanks to that, Nathan. It's Joel Corey and History on 104 Drive. <laughs> You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Nathan has taken to the office floor to try and figure out what is wrong with his car, holding phones up into people's ears with the noise from his Volkswagen Golf Uncle Poppy. Will I play the noise one more time? It is a competition we're running. If you can figure it out and match what the mechanic says, you could win a beanie. Let me play you the noise one more time. This is Slick Radio. Have a listen to this. Now, I went over to tech guru Stephen Foley's desk outside. Yes. I played him that video on my phone, and I forgot the loud beep in the video. (laughs) And he backed away startled, and he seemed pretty annoyed because it was right in his ear. Yeah, fair enough. That would annoy. What did did he say? (sighs) He doesn't know. (laughs) Well, I guess he doesn't get to enter Uncle Bobby's noise then, unfortunately. On the way next, though. I want to tell you about, we'll say, a disagreement myself and my girlfriend Claire had over our non-existent children and rugby. Oh, no. (laughs) First, Mumford and Sons on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Mumford and Sons, I will wait on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And you know what? We did it. We did it over the weekend. Bloody won the Grand Slam. Come on, Ireland. Come on, Ireland. Come on, Sexton, you good man. So, I... I'm not a massive rugby fan. Well, I am. So you're in the right place. But by God, I am jumping on this World Cup bandwagon like you'll never be seen. I just love the way they throw the rugby ball. To the side and behind them, but, but never, never in forward. front. Yeah, never in front, because that's a penalty. Or a free kick, I'm not sure. Right. Forget about that, because there's more. There's another, in, not more interesting than, than winning the Grand Slam. There is an interesting story in there. And if you follow rugby, you'll know all about this. But if you don't follow rugby, this might be news to you. I love this story. Go on. So the Irish head coach, his name is Andy Farrell, and he's an Englishman. He's a very cool man. Come in, it seems like all the players love him. He's led Ireland to a Grand Slam victory. He's from up north. Is he give me a steak and kidney pie? Yeah, so he's from England, and his son was playing for England over the weekend, and he is the captain. So it was son who was captain for England against his dad, who was manager for Ireland. And there was a kind of a funny story just before the game as well in the captain's run at the Aviva. Owen Farrell's kids, so the son, the player for England, were staying with his granddad, who was the manager of Ireland. And he brought him to the stadium beforehand to see the Irish team train. And this is Owen Farrell finding out about his children being at the Irish um, captain's run. I genuinely didn't know that, so they're just doing as the granddad's told them to. They're staying at, they're staying at the granddad's house, so I guess it's, I guess it's his rules if we can so far. I wonder where Andy Farrell lives. That's so cool. So. This then started a little bit of a debate in my apartment with my girlfriend, Claire. And I was explaining the story to her and she seemed horrified by this. The fact that a father would have to go up against their son in this epic battle 
and he would have to do everything in his power to beat his son mm. and vice versa the son would have to do to the father but she's felt more of a affliction towards the son who ended up losing and she goes right so if we have kids in the future and she goes and you have to manage against one of your children either your son or your daughter are you going to try and win I go absolutely oh, I'm girl. going to try and win I go what what do you want me to do not win I'm employed by uh, a team to go out and do my best it's not my fault if my son or daughter is on the other team I'm sure Claire was saying though family comes first she said blood is thicker than water all this stuff I go yeah but you want a roof over your head I've got to do my job <laughs> and if it means beating my child in a match I'm sorry I'm going to have to do that she genuinely was shocked really Genuinely, I can kind of see both points of view here. And she was saying, well, I just want you to know in the lead up to it, I will not be supporting you and I'll be shouting, I hope you lose, I hope you lose, I hope you lose <laughs> in the lead up to it. And I said, well, I won't invite you to the game. I won't get you tickets. <laughs> she goes, I don't care. Let's ask our child to get tickets because yeah. they'll be playing too. I go, good counterpoint. Fair yes. enough. Yeah. So I want to put it around the room here. Would you go all out if you were managing the team against your child to win. Yes or no? And no caveats. Yes or no? I don't care if it's amateur or professional. That's how serious I want it. Yes or no? I think no. I think my personality, I think I would favour the son. Producer Eve. I'm saying yes. You would go all out to all win. All out. That's what I like to hear. You have to do it. I think family's very important. But winning. Off the pitch. I know, but is it not awkward afterwards? Oh, it's awkward for the loser. <laughs> <laughs> right, really? I want to do a, a snap poll here on the show. All I'm asking is, I want yes or no's to WhatsApp 087-6797-104. We know Andy Farrell's answer. It was 100% yes. But would you go all out to beat your child if they were playing on the other team and you were the manager? That's all I want. Yes or no. I want to see... How in touch or out of touch I actually am <laughs> on WhatsApp 087 104 If you want to have more of a say on it as well, you can send us a WhatsApp voice note to that same number. Taylor Swift now an anti-hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I have this thing the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dermot Kennedy on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan here. And we're talking about a little bit of a discussion, I'd say. It didn't get heated. It sounds like things could have been heated. Claire asked me in relation to the Irish rugby head coach, Andy Farrell, managing Ireland against his son, who captained England over the weekend. If I happened to be a manager of a team and went up against one of our kids in the future, would I go all out to win? Without even hesitating, I said 100% yes. And she was shocked by my answer. Would you have a conversation with your kid beforehand? I wouldn't speak to them for three months in the lead up to the game. What about afterwards? (laughs) Depends if I won or not. (laughs) Right, let's kind of get a vibe out there. Asking for your yes or no's. Would you go all out to win? Catherine, what are you saying? Of course I would. Oh, now, Catherine, is it safe to say it would be a difficult decision? Like, can you understand where Claire is coming from? Uh, no. <laughs> I If you're employed, like, even when you looked at Andy Farrell and Owen Farrell on the sideline, hugging afterwards, mm-hmm. 
They knew it was a business arrangement. This wasn't something emotional. You have to put your emotions aside. You're both employed to do a job. You have to both go out and do your best. Yeah, but Catherine, so, you're not a robot. Do you know what I mean? You're a human, and, and family must come first. Yeah, but so does your job. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. And uh, God, how sweet would uh, the next birthday or family gathering be? Yeah. For Andy no, Farrell. I, we may have had a different opinion now if Ireland had lost. Oh, absolutely. But Ireland won <laughs> and it's great. Let's revel. We, we don't get this much optimism often when it comes to sport no. in this country. So let's revel in all the glory brought to us exactly. by a beautiful, tall Englishman. It's brilliant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no, our tall Englishman, not the other one, not the son. No, no, no. We don't ours, care about the sun's no. Right, <laughs> Catherine, we appreciate it. Thank you very much for making me feel better about the situation. Cheers. You're very welcome. See <laughs> you, Catherine. Bye. And I'm having a look at WhatsApp here. Yeah. Scrolling through. And da, 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 da. there isn't one person who said no. Yeah. I'm Every single person who voted said, yeah, they'd go all out to beat their child in a match if they were managing against them. I don't know what that says about the listeners to this show, but you know what? <laughs> I like it. You're like me. It's Ariana Grande on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good tune, that one. Callum Scott's rendition of Dancing on My Own from Robin on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Nathan has requested match of the day, but I think he's talking about Kim Kardashian. I certainly am. I'm not speaking about Gary Lineker or any of that debacle. It's a bit too heavy for me. Now, let me tell you something. I get awfully giddy when I see an A-list celebrity at a football match. Not too long ago, I saw Tom Hanks at an Aston Villa game against Arsenal. What? He supports Aston Villa. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Never knew that. It's so cool. But over the last few days, Kim Kardashian and eldest son Saint... They've just been going on a big football tour and they were at the Arsenal game, the Europa League game against Sporting Lisbon. Oh. It was all on her Instagram. It was very cool. Saint was wearing an Arsenal jersey with Katie McCabe on the back. That's class. Isn't that really cool? That's pretty cool. She's, of course, the Irish captain. Katie McCabe responded and said Saint West has good taste. Unreal. That is really cool. But Kim Kardashian was there supporting Arsenal and Arsenal ended up losing to Sporting. Do we know the connection between Arsenal and Kim Kardashian? We don't, we don't but I'll tell you one thing we do know. Kim Kardashian is cursed. Because <laughs> we know the curse that Drake used to have. Anytime he, you know, supported a team and he would go and, you know, back them, they would always lose. Well, it was a bit of a funny coincidence that Arsenal lost since they're having such a good season with Kim Mm. Kardashian in the crowd. Okay, that's just one coincidence, Nathan. They went over to Paris yesterday to see PSG face Rennes. They uh, got away from Leo Messi on on the pitch. Also, they met Mbappe. Saint was delighted but they ended up losing to Wren at home. PSG lost. 2-0. This was such a surprising loss. People couldn't believe it. And you just see Kim Kardashian and Saint waving to the people in the stands. I was like, get out. Get out. You're cursed. I tell you, I don't want her going anywhere near Old Trafford. Can anyone in here tell me, and I'm, I don't know why I think Producing Evil have the answer. You mightn't know. 
point at all. Mm-hmm. Where was she drinking this Guinness? I'm seeing this picture of Kim Kardashian in uh, all denim, uh, drinking baby Guinness and drinking Guinness over St. Patrick's weekend. I think it was in England somewhere, but yeah. it looked like she was down in my local pub, just like one of the gals. It did look very yeah. kind of like, oh, just Kim Kardashian's here yeah. having a pint of Guinness with it. It was a London pub crawl that she went on. Could you imagine if you were just sat beside Kim Kardashian? <laughs> Like, honestly. And she was drinking baby Guinness. Honestly, not too long ago, Graham, you went for a drink with the beautiful Claire. Yeah. You look over, Peter Peter, Crouch. And Abby Clancy was there. Yeah. Like, honestly. I I, I I don't think I would get as excited as I did seeing Peter Crouch as I would see Kim Kardashian. Well, because you got Crouch to do the robot dance. (laughs) I didn't get him to do it. Somebody else got him to do it. But it did make my whole year. I think I'd be so inappropriate. I'll go over to Kim Kardashian. What happened with you and Pete? <laughs> I, I miss you and Pete. It's time for the brand new song from Picture This. This is called Song to Myself on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I wish the people would like me more. I wish I wasn't so insecure. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Miley Cyrus on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I am opposite the music mongrel. Very quickly, what do you think of Miley Cyrus's new album? Are you a fan and what's your favourite song so far? Well, can I tell you what I've been doing? There's a country artist called Morgan Wallen, I think. Wallen or whatever, I don't know. Pierce Morgan. And he just released a 36-song album. And it's like going top of all the country charts. So I've been listening to that over the last week because I'm going to Nashville this week. Amazing. So I have to be on top of my country music as opposed to my actual job with pop music. But anyway, I think we've been waiting for this. I think, especially with Winter Love Island, not that Love Island is... How do you feel? Do you feel responsible? Because you were the face of Winter Love Island and there was a bit of a flop. How do you feel about it? Look... I had nothing to do with it, but if there was a bit of a paycheck at the end of it for me, (laughs) I, of course, was going to watch it, and there was a bit of a paycheck, so I went for it. (laughs) But we we know what comes to the territory now. We know they're all going to be in their 20s. We know they're probably going to be on there just looking to increase their social media following. Yeah. And there has been calls for a more, I don't know, more mature dating show. From ITV. Where people genuinely want to find love. Well, Davina McCall, our favourite presenter from the Big Brother days, has announced that she will be the host of a new ITV dating show for single parents called The Romance Retreat. This is her on Instagram a couple of days ago. Okay, I manifested and I made it happen. I will there to be an amazing new dating programme for grown-ups. People who have lived a life, who have been through experiences, bad, moving, hard, they've had tough lives, they've got luggage, but they deserve love. And it's happening. It's coming to ITV1 soon. Isn't she the perfect host for this? You can hear the tone of her voice is still very Big Brother-esque. The way she would talk up to the ad break and getting ready for the final and for the eviction. She's going to be brilliant Does anyone just want Big Brother to come back? It is coming back. Is it? Yeah, it's coming back. Big Brother is coming back in a... a Will it be on Channel 4? I I think it's ITV. Because I can't watch it. ITV. 
Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, Big Brother has come back. But forget about Big Brother for now. Sorry, okay, yeah. Um, So, what happens, it's going to take part, it's not going to be abroad, it's going to be in the most romantic countryside location, and they're particularly looking for men. And I know from us doing dating things in the past, it's very hard to get single men to come forward to do anything. Because they're awfully shy. Yeah. Um, The application page describes a romance retreat as the only dating show where single parents can search for love by spending time in a luxury retreat where all the parents have been nominated by their grown-up children. So this is interesting. Ah, I like that. To be eligible to enter, your child, so you have to be a parent, has to be 18 or over because the child is going to form some part of the show too. I don't know what part, and I don't know if it's going to be like Milf Manor. Oh. <laughs> Where the twist wasn't that. There's four, we'll say, more mature ladies, and the only people they could actually date were... Each other's sons Sorry is there prize money At the end I don't actually know I About the wonder. prize money Unfortunately Irish people Cannot enter this Oh why It's for UK people only But they're Yeah they need the child To be over 18 I don't know why I don't know what point What part the this child This sounds like Milf Manor to me <laughs> It's Lizzo About damn time On 104 Drive Is that you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Okay, guys, this is not a sponsored ad, but I want to just tell you about something I ate. Here we On go. Saturday evening, I was by myself because Becca was away in Dingle with the girls. And I wasn't too hungry, but I was hungry enough to eat something. <laughs> so I went to... Was it your dinner? Uh, yes, it was my dinner. Okay. I went to Tesco's. Tesco. And I It's not a pl- it's Tesco is Tesco I was looking Tesco's. at The frozen food aisle yes. And I know that you're such a big fan Of a deep dish pizza oh, I love it Guys You didn't do it I went for something very different A Rizzorante pizza I would never go near Rizzorante They are the no. thinnest no. pizzas around It was absolutely delicious It's like eating air I felt like I was in Milan No And my name was Luigi Goodfellas are nothing for me Really? I don't even go near Chicago town. No, guys, I'm telling you. No. And if Ritterante are listening, oh, I want me to be go. the face. Oh, here we go. I have a bottle of San Pellegrino in my right hand and a Ritterante pizza in the left. <laughs> it's Justin Bieber on FM 104. You gotta go. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Justin Bieber and Sorry on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Shout out to Gemma and Gemma's son. We don't know Gemma's son's name who is holding a can of San Pellegrino. Like, this is what I'm trying to do. Thank you. Nathan is trying to be the face of Sam Pellegrino. It's Spencer Matthews in the UK. Why can't I be the Spencer Matthews of Ireland? <laughs> yes, I... We could put the two of side by side, I don't know. He's a pretty good looking man, if you don't think. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Come on, let's be having you. I know you were out painting the town red. Over the weekend, Graham. Just one night. Just St. Patrick's Day. That's enough. Just the one. That's enough. I, uh... Now, did you play a good old-fashioned game of ping-pong ding-dong? No, and you know what? Ah. You might be asking that question. People going, why would you ask that? Sometimes when I'm out, the crowd I'm with, it does descend into ping-pong ding-dong. Yeah, it's a bit of a social crutch. Surprisingly enough, this is the game where we get somebody on to take on Nathan. I give them a topic. They've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. They go back and forth 
until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday, where you will play off against anybody else who beat Nathan for €200. Euro. So, on Friday, it was... Was it Gemma? Let me see here. Sorry, I have to just expand my file Michelle. here. Michelle. Michelle. Thank you, Nate. Uh, Michelle, Martin, and... Gavin. Gavin, sorry, I can't read this. Don't ever it's, apologize. It's my fault because no, Michelle say, was in front of me and I couldn't, I, didn't, I just decided not to read it properly. I was not in the Grand Slam final. Yeah. You got hammered last week, three days out okay, of three. Okay, calm down. So sorry, Gavin, Martin, and Michelle, this is how they got on. Thanks, sir. Lennon. Oh, sorry, the topic was uh, boys' names beginning with S. Having a mare here. Thanks, sir. Lennon. Sebastian. Satanse. Sam. Sonny. Scott. Jay. Sylvester. Five. Four, three, two, one. Michelle, you are oh, out. You are out, Michelle. You are out, which means Martin is our winner. <laughs> Martin wins two hundred euros. Sorry, we just got a message in from Kevin. Do you mind reading it? Me? Yes. Okay. Oh Jesus! Okay. This is a rough day in the office for me. Come on, read it from Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves it. He loves it over oh, there. Kevin. Go on, read it. Kevin is gloves off. Oh, Kevin. On a Monday as well. You were saying how uh, Becca, your fiancé, went to Dingle. I know yeah. why Becca went to Dingle, to get away from listening to that Muppet. <laughs> well, Kevin, there's a thing called a phone. I called her, so she still heard my voice, but was in Dingle. If you would like to play Ping Pong Ding Dong... All you have to do is give us a WhatsApp on 087-6797-104. That's what Kevin did. I want to play Kevin. To abuse Nate. Oh. Oh. Kevin. What if Kevin beat me, though? All right, here we go. It'd be really depressing. Kevin, even if you don't enter, we're going to call you. Oh. And if you don't, come on and play. Come then on, Kevin. I'm chick- going to keep talking. You're chicken. You're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> chicken. <laughs> so if, if you want to play as a backup... To Kevin, if he doesn't answer, if he's too Kevin's chicken. Kevin's not going to play. 0876797104. But if everything aligns properly, Nathan will be playing Kevin. Spellers only make me feel good on 104 Drive. I was in the club. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta, BB Rexa, and I'm good on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Oh, wow, this is big. This will be very interesting. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. It is only a Monday and things are getting very hot and spicy. I'm going up against my nemesis. Kevin, welcome to the show. How are you? How are you? I'm great. Well, Kevin, the reason we bring you on is because you said, I know why Becca, who is Nathan's fiance, went to Dingle over the weekend to get away from listening to that Muppet. Now, would I be Miss Piggy or Kermit? No, see, I'm sick of listening to you about boiling eggs, frying eggs. What? Every day for the thing or cooking something. Yeah, and you just do me head in. I don't so boil I'm any eggs. How dare you? Kevin, I'm actually the egg fella. You got the wrong person. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm thinking he's listening to his kooking all the time. I'm, it's I'm, not a kooking show, yeah. it's a radio show. That is fair enough, Kevin. To be honest with you, we do speak about food quite a lot. <laughs> So, you you think this is it? You, this, everything's been building up to this moment where you think you can beat Nathan in ping pong ding dong. I think it's because I was speaking about the yeah, well, Ritterante pizza. Did that annoy you, Kevin? Everything about it. <laughs> but uh, what I'll do is, if I lose, I'll apologise. Okay. If, if I win, 
You don't talk about food for a week. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That is generous a week. I thought it'd be my whole career. And I was right. like, right, uh, I might as well resign. It's on, it's on. Right, Kevin and Nathan, yes. I'm, I'm going to give you a topic. Oh, You've yes. got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth yes. until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. I'm doing it, this for all the food lovers out there. If... <laughs> If you win, you'll go through to the final on Friday. Playoff for 200 euro. Okay. Oh, wrong button. Sorry. This right, I don't lads. know why I'm picturing Donald skiing as listening to this right now. Your topic tonight is different types of foods. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Boiled eggs. I'm joking. Right. Your topic tonight, and Kevin, you will serve... Is char- yeah. characters from The Simpsons? Okay. Off you go. Bart. Homer Simpson. Lisa. Marge. Eh. Uh, Five. Four. Three. Marge. <laughs> okay, I want to speak about the quiche. <laughs> Kevin, are you a man of your word? You have to apologize. Yeah, I apologize. Nathan. I apologize. Uh, well, everything you said was true, Kevin. To be honest with you, we do speak a lot about food. Kevin, thank you very much thank for you, coming Kevin, on. You, uh, no problem. You took on uh, our uh, our task of trying to beat Nathan, but unfortunately, yeah. we just got yeah, a message I... there. Kevin folded like an omelette. <laughs> 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 You're a good well, sport, well, Kevin. Thanks very much, on, Kevin. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. FM one hundred four. Cracked under the pressure like an egg. <laughs> Why was he having a go at me about the boiled egg? He froze like a good fella's deep dish frozen pizza. He sizzled like a... Sausage? I don't know. I was going to say grape. (laughs) It's Rihanna's Day on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Dinoro and Gigi D'Agostino in my mind on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. What you're about to hear is a man who is a different person after watching something extremely special last night. It was recommended to me by Netflix. Do you know you watch something, yeah. you finish it. Hey, you sat on that couch. You may enjoy this thing. Anything to keep you hooked, keep you on the platform. The documentary that I watched last night, which I absolutely loved, is called The Elephant Whisperers. Yeah, I don't even know what group you put it in last night that I'm a part of, but... With our friends Phil and Charlie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I put it in, I said, guys, I've just watched something pretty incredible. Now, I entered the WhatsApp chat. You guys were having your own conversation, I think, speaking about snooker. And I said, (laughs) guys, I don't know if you have any plans tonight, but you should watch this incredible documentary called The Elephant Whispers on Netflix. It got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It won an Oscar. Have a listen to this, Graham. And the Oscar goes to... The Elephant Whispers... 
So this is a big thing. What was the Oscar for? Best movie with an elephant in it? Best documentary. <laughs> Just beating Dumbo. Let me read out the synopsis, okay? Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, appreciating my jokes. <laughs> Bamin and Belly, a couple in South India, devote their lives to caring for an orphan baby elephant named Ragu. Forging a like family like no other that tests the barrier between the human and the animal world. It is so emotional. Tell you, Dave, it's like a stand-up cartoon. <laughs> Thank you. It's brilliant. It's an unbelievable documentary. I sent it on to many of my friends. I don't have many, so kind of around three people. Has anyone watched it? Yes. Sean watched it and said, really liked it. And my friend Mark watched it and said, incredible. My issue with watching this is the last time you got me to watch an animal documentary. My octopus teacher. I hated it so much. I honestly was a different person after watching that. I keep changing into different people after <laughs> watching things. I wanted to break the television 10 minutes, 50 minutes. So beautiful. I just thought the guy had a weird relationship with that octopus. He befriended an octopus. Yeah. He would visit it every day. Not for me. So when you give me animal related documentaries and look, I get it won an Oscar. I get it. But just don't know. I'm going to put out An elephant. Wait, if hold anyone, on a second here now. This, because hold on they a second. bathe the elephants. You want to wash? I an... really, really want to wash. This an sounds elephant. a bit weird. It's not sexual. It's purely. <laughs> it sounds kind of it's sexual. not sexual. You want to? What you want to bathe a naked elephant? Well, yo, I don't want an elephant wearing clothes. <laughs> that would freak me out. I want to wash an elephant. If anyone has access to Dublin Zoo, where I can. Sit in and wash an elephant. Please get in contact with the show. <laughs> I wasn't I'm being expecting serious. To ask I, that. I absolutely love it. 0876797104. I thought you wanted to ask did anybody see it. Well, I'm also going to ask All that right. as well. Can I not ask a few things? Come on. It's a free show. So I just throw, I've just been thrown by the washing of the elephant. It's just so beautiful. Honestly, it's on my bucket list. Elephant wear swimming trunks. That's good. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Have you watched this documentary, The Elephant Whispers, or will you watch it tonight and let me know your thoughts tomorrow? Oh yeah, I would love that. I'd like somebody to watch it tonight. So just WhatsApp an elephant emoji right now to oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. I know I'm asking. Not to a get lot. to radio. School around here. You have lot. done the cardinal sin. Go on, what's the sin? <laughs> the, the thing is, you keep your message clear if you want to ask a question. You have asked about 20 there. Yeah, but why not? Because that's <laughs> life. Right. You know what I mean? I don't even know what he's asked, but I want to play a song. This is Pink Panther S and Ice Spice. Love this one. Boys, a liar part two. A 104 drive at Graham and Nathan. Take a look inside your heart. Is there any room for me? You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. A-Craze featuring Cherish and do it to it on 104 Drive with Graham and Nick. You gotta do it. You gotta watch this Netflix documentary called The Elephant Whisperers. I watched it last night and it was absolutely incredible. I don't trust Nathan though. He put it in one of the WhatsApp groups I'm in. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna watch that. He didn't even say that. No one responded to me saying you should watch it. Because the last time 
you got me to watch a documentary about animals was my octopus teacher. It was a great documentary. And I hated it so much. I didn't even get to the end of it. Oh, the ending's brilliant. It's so boring. But we are looking for somebody who will offer up their time to watch it tonight on behalf of the show. And if they say it's good, then I'll go, do you know what? Maybe I will watch it. All right. Let's go to Orla. Hello. Hi. All right, Orla. Do you love elephants as much as me? I do. They are absolutely my favourite animal. Uh, Orla, I didn't realise that they're my favourite animal until I watched this documentary. They're just beautiful. There. They're pretty great. And are you willing to watch what's it, my elephant's whisper? The elephant whisperers. The, elef- the elephant whisperers tonight and review tomorrow on the show. Absolutely. I was looking for something oh. kind of half decent to watch tonight. Oh. Anyway, so this is perfect. Orla, this is not half decent. This is incredible viewing. It's forty minutes. You're gonna love it, and it won an Oscar. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I have a glass of rosé chilling in the I mean a bottle of rosé chilling in the fridge and I hope it'll be good Yeah well I want you to remember when you review tomorrow <laughs> Okay Orla did you watch My Octopus Teacher? I don't know if I watched that one in particular but I have seen a couple of documentaries about like octopus yeah, Stay away from the octopus uh, It's a great Terrifying. documentary This is why I'm very sceptical about Nathan's uh, <laughs> Elephant Graham, Whisperer Genuinely You haven't said it yet Will you watch it tonight? Nope I'm only going to go off Orla's recommendation Okay If Orla gives okay. it the thumbs Pressure's up on. Then I will say I You might know. watch it this week I may or may not <sighs> I'm going to be busy this week now Because I'm getting ready for my holidays I have to pack and stuff So we'll see um, But I might watch it If it's on the plane I'll watch it on the plane Selfishly Orla You don't know anywhere Where you can watch an elephant I really don't I'd love to I'd love to do that I don't know I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, as a kid, my dad brought me and my sister to the circus. Now, this was before, you know, you couldn't have animals in the circus. Mm. But there's photographs of me. I'm about four years old. My favorite photograph's on my wall. I'm sitting on top of an elephant and yeah. I'm happy out. So that's like one of my favorite memories as a kid. So I'd love to watch an elephant yes. too. You need to have a high bar now watching this documentary. I want you to really think about it. Don't just say this is great because there's elephants here. We really analyze it, make sure it's good. Wait, okay. All my faith is in you, Orla. Oh no! Well, I have a friend that studies film. I'll give her a text and ask, like, what makes this a good? Brilliant! Yeah, Can good. you yeah. write notes during yeah, it? I want to know I what will. you're feeling. All right, <laughs> Orla, okay. you're an absolute star. Enjoy the elephant thing and your rosé whispers tonight. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. And can I ask before we go into Dermot Kennedy here? What's the big deal about washing the elephant? Why do you want to wash the elephant? Because they wash the elephants a lot in that documentary and it looks quite spiritual. Okay. If anyone else wants to watch it tonight and review it tomorrow, 87 Do it. It's Dermot Kennedy. You take a photo, this moment. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.